Welcome to the Heal Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leona Allen, and I'm here to help you achieve more freedom in your health and your life. I'm the founder of Freedom Health Systems, and I've been a licensed chiropractor and wellness coach for over two decades. I've helped men, women, and children transform their lives by removing the physical, chemical, and emotional barriers to natural healing. Every week, I'll be taking you on a journey, a journey where you will discover the real truth behind what it takes to heal your mind, body, and soul. Allow me to be your guide as you travel this road to renewed health and a new life. It's time to make a deal with yourself to heal yourself. Please keep in mind that this podcast is for educational purposes only and not to be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. With that said, let's begin. Our bodies are being poisoned by the standard American diet, which is based upon denatured, processed, highly refined artificial foods. It may look like food, taste like food, smell like food, but technically it is not food. Unhealthy eating behaviors have its consequences and we need to make better choices for ourselves and for our children. We have gotten further and further away from our connection with food and the land it comes from. Year after year, the modern food system continues to destroy our land, air, and water in the name of profit. Food is no longer nourishing our bodies. It is making us sick. And this war against chronic diseases such as cancer, obesity, and diabetes can be resolved but it's going to take some major changes in our lifestyle, mindset, and dietary habits. We have to put our health before convenience. We have to reconnect with real food and use it to nourish and heal our bodies. It's time to get back to the basics of food. It's time to eat, to live. The Journey to Healing Food Shopping Guide is your resource to making healthier food choices next time you go to the grocery store. Grab your copy today at HealthyShoppingHabits.com. Healing starts in the kitchen. Begin your journey to healing today. Go to HealthyShoppingHabits.com. Once again, that's HealthyShoppingHabits.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Heal Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leona Allen. And in today's episode, I'm going to answer a simple question. What is food? And once you have a strong foundation and you understand the true definition of food and how it's used in the body, you will be able to distinguish the foods you should avoid. And the reason why I thought this topic was important is because almost all the time people ask me, is this good for this? Is it okay to eat this? Is this better than that? And there's so many products out there. So I find that it's easier that if you understand what food is and the purpose of food, then you'll be able to determine what's not food and what is not right for you. So if you have a strong foundation of what you know you should be doing, then you'll have that foundation of understanding what you shouldn't be doing. Okay, you got that? So what is food? 
Food is material consisting essentially of protein, carbohydrate, fat, and other nutrients used in the body of an organism to sustain growth, repair, and vital processes, and to furnish energy. Food is transformed into living structure, such as blood, flesh, bone, and nerves. Food becomes a part of you. And if it doesn't do this, it is unusable and considered a poison. Now, let me give you that main definition once again. Food is material, consisting essentially of protein, carbohydrate, fat, and other nutrients used in the body of an organism to sustain growth, repair and vital processes, and to furnish energy. The majority of the stuff we eat is not doing this. It is doing the complete opposite. Modern food is engineered to look, feel, and taste like food, but it is not nourishing the body. It is not sustaining growth. It is not sustaining repair and vital processes, and it is not furnishing energy. Therefore, if it is not usable in the body in this way, it acts as a poison. It's unusable because it lacks fiber. It's unusable because it lacks the vital nutrients that the body needs to thrive. When the food gets processed, it's robbed of these essential vitamins and minerals. It makes us sick by destroying not only our bodies, but also our minds. Modern foods are constipating, mucus forming, it comes in a package loaded with lists of ingredients that we can't pronounce. These additives, preservatives, and dyes that are linked to mood and behavioral changes. These foods create disease. They create unnatural, insatiable cravings. These are anti-life. These should not go under the true definition of food. Life depends on food. Our bodies depend on food. So we have to understand that what we put on our bodies have to provide life. And if it is not doing that, if it is anti-life, it is creating disease. In other words, it's harmful to the body. It is acting as a poison. And then to understand food, we have to understand nutrition, which is the process by which an organism uses food to support its life. It is the means by which food is transformed into living structures and prepared for use by the body. Nutrition is the sum total of all the processes and functions by which growth, repair, development, and maintenance are accomplished. Our bodies rely on food as a source of nutrition, as well as water, air, sunlight, activity, and rest. Our body systems, such as our digestive, respiratory, cardiovascular, and reproductive systems, rely on nutrition to function properly. Plants with the use of light take carbon from the air and synthesize starch, sugar, cellulose, and oil. We are incapable of doing this. Plants with the use of soil can take nitrogen from the air and synthesize amino acids and complex proteins. We are incapable of doing this as well. 
Therefore, we are dependent on the plant as our source of nutrients. Even if you eat animal products, you still depend on the plant because the animal you are eating may also eat plants. And because we depend on plants, we also depend on water, air, soil, and sunlight. The food elements, proteins, carbohydrates, fats, vitamins, and minerals are our source of nutrients. And each of these elements serve a function that are essential to our health, life, growth, and repair. And these food elements are terms that we use to identify with food. So when we identify with food, we usually think of it as a protein, a carbohydrate, or a fat. But keep in mind that no food is pure protein, pure carbohydrate, or pure fat. Protein foods contain a high percentage of protein in their composition. Proteins are composed of amino acids, and examples of these foods include nuts, meat, poultry, and fish. Carbohydrates contain a large percentage of starch, sugar, and fiber. They are providers of energy for the body. Foods in this category include quick energy sources such as potatoes, cereals, grains, and fruits. Fats have a higher percentage of fats. Fats are the slowest burning energy source. Food in this category include olive oil, coconut oil, and avocados. All natural foods contain a certain amount of proteins, carbohydrates, minerals, and vitamins. Even though we tend to think of meat as a source of protein, foods such as dates, bananas, potatoes, lettuce, and celery also contain protein. But the animal food industry has convinced the public that only meat can provide the protein that we need. I believe this myself for many years. Protein, carbohydrates, and fats are macronutrients. Vitamins and minerals are micronutrients that exist in foods in minute quantities. A number of these vitamins and minerals have been isolated and chemically altered in the laboratory into supplements or pills. And this necessity for nutritional supplements evolved from this practice of processing, refining, and cooking our foods. They have created deficiencies. Even though some nutritional supplements are helpful to make up for the nutrients lacking in our modern food supply, there are still many forms and brands of vitamins that are toxic because when the vitamins are extracted from their natural sources, they are either impaired or destroyed. Now remember, vitamins and minerals are in minute quantities in whole foods. So when you look at these supplements, they're mega-dosed, and these nutrients aren't mega-dosed in nature. So we got to be careful with supplements because a lot of these brands are very toxic. Yes, I use supplements in my practice, but they're not used to replace good eating habits. They're used therapeutically to fix the deficiency, but at the same time, we're learning to get a lot of our nutrients or the majority of our nutrients from the actual food itself. So ideally, it is best to get our micronutrients from fresh fruits and vegetables and not depend on nutritional supplements.
all the necessary food elements that I had mentioned, the protein, fats, carbs, vitamins, and minerals. It's important that we get this from the great mass of diverse foods in order to avoid nutritional deficiencies. There's a lot of things stacked against us that doesn't allow us to get nutrients. Even if you are eating a fresh organic apple or lettuce or spinach, even though it's whole food and it's fresh, since it's been harvested and picked and washed, a lot of those nutrients have been lost. We've probably already lost 70% of those nutrients by the time they reach our plates. So we may have to still supplement even though we're eating a lot of these whole foods. Ideally, it's best to grow as much as we can, but for now we have to rely on our grocery stores or our farmer's markets to get a lot of these nutrients. So the fresher, the better, because as we eat these foods fresh, we are getting more of those nutrients. Nature has packed our nuts, fruits, vegetables, legumes, with the proteins, carbohydrates, fats, vitamins, and minerals that we need. And if we are to eat a varied diet of natural foods in their natural state, we will get all the nutrients that we need. Our dietary deficiencies come from these highly refined processed food diets. If foods were eaten in their unprocessed, unrefined state, we wouldn't see such a huge number of the diseases we see today. Now that you understand what food is and what the purpose of food is, anything outside of that is considered a poison. A poison is a substance that through its chemical action usually kills, injures, or impairs an organism. A poison is something destructive or harmful. A poison is a substance, natural or synthetic, that causes damage to living tissues and has an injurious or fatal effect on the body, whether it's ingested, inhaled, or absorbed or injected through the skin. A poison is a substance capable of producing adverse effects on an individual under appropriate conditions. The term substance is almost always synonymous with chemical and includes drugs, vitamins, pesticides, pollutants, and proteins. Whatever the body considers unusable, and it's unable to transform it into living structure, it must expel. I said this earlier, if it is unusable, it is not considered a food, it's considered a poison. And whenever the body is overloaded with poisons, it uses urine and bowel movements to eliminate it. This is natural. During the normal metabolic process, toxins or poisons are created and it's the body's job to eliminate it efficiently. But the problem is, is when this system gets overwhelmed, it starts to use other organs such as the skin. So things such as eczema, acne, rashes, is just a sign that your body is overwhelmed with unusable elements or poisons. When the lungs get congested with these poisons or the nasal cavities, it start to manifest as a runny nose, bronchitis, or sinus congestion. So a lot of times we see this happening to the body and not realize that we're toxic or poisoned. 
And then we use drugs, which is another poison, to eliminate those symptoms of being poisoned. And let me just share other general symptoms of poisoning. Headaches, vomiting, fatigue, weakness. Let me give you a moment to let that sink in. A lot of the foods we eat, a lot of our lifestyles have made us feel this way. The headaches, the vomiting, the fatigue, it's poison, it's chemicals. Your body has been harmed. Your body is overwhelmed. Let me give you something that this country eats every day. White sugar. White sugar is a poison. Sugar cane is not. In its natural state, sugar cane is loaded with vitamins and minerals. In its refined state, it's stripped of all its nutrients. And when it's consumed, it leads to addiction and unhealthy cravings for more sugar. Sugar is also an anti-nutrient. And what that means is that it robs the body of nutrients it needs to function, affecting organs such as the kidneys, heart, pancreas, and the nervous system. And the liver gets overtaxed as it tries to neutralize these poisons. Other side effects of this poison include mood swings, hypertension, diabetes, memory issues, bone loss, and tooth decay, just to name a few. White sugar has absolutely no nutritional value. It is not a food. It is not usable to the body. It cannot be transformed to living structure. All right, understand that sugar is a poison. Sugar is a substance that through its chemical action usually kills, injures, or impairs an organism. It's destructive. It's harmful to the kidneys, harmful to the liver. It's causing damage to living tissue and it has a fatal effect on the body when it's ingested. So yes, sugar is a poison. And you know what? The same thing happens with flour and rice. In the process of making white flour and polished white rice, all the vitamins, minerals, and fiber are removed. And all that's left is a starch, making it a poison, causing nutritional imbalances and harming the body. So you got to start asking yourself, are you eating a food or are you eating a poison? All right. And the list goes on and on. That's why I want you to understand what food is. And then you'll have a better understanding what food is not. Because not only are we dealing with these ultra processed foods, we're also dealing with genetically modified foods. There's foods that are considered synthetic imitations of food. It's not food. Processed food uses an overabundance of poisonous synthetic chemicals which destroy and deteriorate the body. But the scary part is, is that it happens so slowly that you don't notice the effects right away. But when they do appear, it shows up as chronic infections, heart attack, anxiety, fatigue, and cancers. So a lot of these chemicals and these non-foods 
are anti-life. They are anti-health. And the more you consume, the sicker you do feel. Here's some common examples of a variety of the synthetic chemicals that may be found in processed foods. Some of the common examples include preservatives, and these are chemicals added to food to prevent spoilage and extend shelf life. Examples include sodium benzoate, potassium sorbate, and butylated hydroxyanosol and butylated hydroxytoluene. I hope I'm saying these right. Again, if these words are hard to pronounce, it's not found in nature. You can't plant it. You can't grow it. And that's another clue to determine whether a food is a food or not. You got to ask yourself, if I plant it, will it grow? If you eat a cucumber and you have a seed in that cucumber and you can plant it, it should grow. If you eat Cheetos and you plant that Cheeto, if you plant it, will it grow? Cheeto is not a food. You cannot grow Cheetos, but you can grow cucumbers. Unless they're genetically modified, but that's another story. But a lot of these genetically modified foods do not contain seeds, so we cannot grow them. So if we cannot grow them, what happens is we become dependent on the food system that created the seedless watermelon, the seedless grapes. So you get my point? Once you understand the food and how it's produced and how it's created and how it's used in the body, then you can see what is not. Can I grow it? Is it found in nature? Seedless watermelons are not found in nature. That was created by man. You cannot regrow a seedless watermelon. All right. So let me continue. So we said preservatives, artificial sweeteners. These are low calorie or calorie free sugar substitutes that are used to sweeten food and drinks. Examples include aspartame, saccharin, and sucralose. Food enhancers. These are chemicals that are added to food to enhance the taste and aroma. Examples include monosodium glutamate, also known as MSG, and hydrolyzed vegetable protein. Here's a couple more. Food dyes. These are synthetic chemicals used to add color to food. Examples include yellow number five, red number 40, and blue number one. Another one is emulsifiers. And these are chemicals that help to keep ingredients in food from separating. Examples include lecithin, mono and diglycerides, and polysorbate 80. Now this is just a short list. It is hard to eliminate this completely, but we got to do the best that we can, but you have to be aware of it. First, it starts with awareness and then it starts with action and really gaining the knowledge and educating yourself and finding ways to make sure that you get the real food that you do need. But this is what they put in these synthetic foods to make it look, feel and taste like real food. So what it's doing is tricking the taste buds and tricking the brain into thinking that it's real food, but at the end of the day, it's really acting as a poison and harming the body. The modern food supply has been taken over by greedy businessmen and corporations whose main objective is profits, not health. Today's diet consists mainly of refined and processed foods. And most of these foods are harmful to us, 
making us chronically ill. Then to add insult to injury, when we get sick, we run to the physician that knows very little about health and nutrition, who without hesitation prescribes more poisons to treat our illness. It's a mess, and I know I can go on and on, but I've said this before and I'll say this again. If you understand what food is, you will understand what food is not and start to make decisions accordingly. Modern food isn't only robbing us of our health, it's also robbing us of our minds and our souls. And it's also damaging the future, the future of our children, the future of our planet, of the air, the water, and the soil. This way of eating, this way of living affects all aspects of our lives. We got to start to think twice of the things that we're putting in our bodies. We have to start thinking, is what I'm putting in my body food? Is it something that's going to help me grow, repair, and function? Or is this a poison? Is this something that is unusable to the body? Is this something that is harmful that my body is going to work to expel? And remember what I said, that signs that the body is expelling poison are these symptoms that we try to manage every day. The headaches, the fatigue, the joint pain, the constipation, the diarrhea, the immune challenges. These are signs that your body has been poisoned. Here are a few takeaways I want you to get from today's episode. Food is material consisting essentially of protein, carbohydrate, fat, and other nutrients used in the body of an organism to sustain growth, repair, and vital processes, and to furnish energy. Our life and our bodies depend on food. Our bodies are being poisoned by the standard American diet, which is based upon denatured, processed, highly refined, artificial foods. Nutrition is the sum total of all the processes and functions by which growth, repair, development, and maintenance are accomplished. Most modern food can be labeled a poison, which is a substance that through its chemical action usually kills, injures, or impairs an organism. Our dietary deficiencies come from consuming a highly refined and processed diet. And it is encouraged that you eat a variety of foods that have not been processed or refined. That's it for today. Please share this important information with a friend or family member, and I'll be back next week with a new episode. And until next time, go out there and achieve more freedom in your health and your life. Take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, seal the deal to heal by leaving a review, subscribing to the podcast, and sharing with a friend. Thanks again, and we'll continue the journey next week.